Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? So what better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hi, everybody. Happy Football Friday, and welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you live on uh, Game Plus Television Network, YouTube. And as I just found out, we are live on WQEE. Noonan, Georgia, Metro Atlanta. Hello, Ryan O'Radio is written in. Says Football Friday with King Rod and the Moose, a.k.a. Top Gun. Let's bring him in from the Canada Winter Games in beautiful Prince Edward Island. Prince Edward Island. What town are you in? Did you say Charlottetown, Summerside? Where are you hanging your hat, Moose? Oh, beautiful. Beautiful part of the world. People are are, uh, geeked up, ready to go. And Nick, the very first comment that came in has one regarding uh, the next one, Connor Bedard, and we're going to get to that. It's a football Friday, of course, but we're a little bit all over the place. We're going to talk a lot of football uh, today. Sean Lemon in hour one. More hockey in hour two. No, sorry. Sean Lemon in hour... I screwed this up again. Sean Lemon in hour one. And in hour two, Rich Sutter. We all know him. And Mark Moser, the television voice of the Colorado Avalanche. So for the football fans, it's mostly hour one. But we're going to open with hockey. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And let's go. I'm not as out of it as it seems, but it is Friday and I'm ready for the weekend. Again, hour one, Sean Lemon of the BC Lions. And then hour two, Moose will be gone. Mark Moser, the television voice of the Colorado Avalanche, and then our favorite of the Sutter clan. And he is, by the way, I don't care if the rest of them hear it, Rich Sutter. We're going to open with um, leftovers, Moose. Hey, <laughs> when there are two Canadian teams, it's exciting. Kelly Yarncroft scored the game winner early in the third period, and the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Calgary Flames 2-1 in the Saddle Dome. After Jacob Markstrom stopped Morgan Riley on a breakaway, Yarncroft was able to score off the rebound. 
Mitch Marner scored the other for Toronto while Blake Coleman had Calgary's lone marker. Can I just say this? Again, we're not going to be like every other sports show out there trying to tell you how much we know and how stuffy we are. I was driving home from the Florida Panthers game last night, and by the way, they sucked on Star Wars night. But I was listening to Joe Bowen on uh, my NHL app, how to stream through the car dash. And ladies and gentlemen in Toronto, not like you don't know this and all the Leafs fans, but you have an absolute beauty in Joe Bowen. He's calling the game, and he's, he's a throwback, man. He's like the John Lynch, the Rod Phillips, the Peter Mars. He is a throwback, <laughs> Darren. I don't even know what to say other than all he cares about is the Leafs. And that's fine. You can call him a homer, and, and he wouldn't care. And as you recall, the Flames goal was shorthanded. I was listening to it. He's like, here are the Leafs. Fifth, fifth overall on the power play. And the, uh, oh, here come the Flames, and they score. <laughs> the Flames. <laughs> I'm like, who? Joe, who? Didn't care. Because he didn't play for Toronto. Yeah. And he's mad that the Leafs gave up a shorty. They don't make him like that anymore, Joe Bowen. They don't most. Holy, Holy Mackinac. Yeah, that's Joe Bowen. And he is awesome. Yeah. Look at about two and a half weeks ago or three weeks ago on Twitter, um, we found out that Trish Stratus was going to be at the Maple Leafs game. And so Joe Bowen big sent out a tweet I'm I'm sure he's saying a big Trish fan. Stratus is here yeah. tonight. Trish, you've got an invitation to come up to the broadcast booth during the game, he said. And the comments on that tweet were just celebrating Joe Bowen for shooting his shot at Trish Stratus uh, prior to the game. So he's awesome. He's a legend. What he is, man. And it's again, it's not like everybody in Toronto doesn't know, but I'd like to throw out my thing that he's just amazing. I like the old school yeah. guys. Uh, Jack is watching from Vulcan, Alberta. He says, happy birthday to my friend Bo Levi Mitchell. My friend, too, of course, and I see that he's celebrating it in the Bahamas. Believe it or not, Bo Levi, the quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and I are Facebook friends. So I saw that he is down in the Bahamas, which is about 55 miles from me right here. I don't think I'm going to be going to Bo's birthday party. Another note, and here's the thing with the NHL trade deadline. It is today. Again, not going to pretend that we know we're, we're experts or anything, but, you know, the Dallas Stars acquired forward Max Domi and goalie Dylan Wells from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for goaltender Anton Hudobin and a 2025 second-round draft pick. The former Saskatoon Blade, right, Anton Hudobin? The addition of Domi gives Dallas another veteran forward as it angles for playoff positioning. The Stars are on top of the Western Conference, one point ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights. It brings up the poll question today, who's winning the NHL trade deadline? There's a lot of teams that could make a case for this. We kicked this around for at least 60 seconds today and came up with these options. Joe Bones, Toronto Maple Leafs. The New Jersey Devils, because Clark feels they got the number one fish in the trade uh, pool. Timo Meyer, the New York Rangers, which obviously Patrick Kane, who was highly coveted, and the other things the Rangers have done, or other, or other. Um, I guess I'm daring going to throw out the Leafs. We're going to spend far more time on this next hour. I should tell you the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center brings you the poll question daily, as well as, yeah, Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. And the state of California, I'll say Toronto because they've made the most. Um, I don't see Timo Meyer much because he plays in San Jose, but for whatever reason, I've seen Ryan O'Reilly a lot. He's done a lot. I think the Leafs got the best player. So, and they, they looked good last night. So, uh, I'll say Toronto. You?
Uh, yeah, I get behind that with Toronto. I'm going to say the Rangers, um, just because you go back to Tarasenko coming in earlier and now Patrick Kane. I think they really um, told their fan base that they're all in and they're taking a run here. They've got good goaltending. They've got Vesna caliber goaltending. Um, and they can challenge now. So I'm going to say the Rangers, but I like what the Leafs have done as well. I think they're right there. And Ryan O'Reilly's had a big impact on that group. So um, it's going to be fun, man. And th that's why we were going back and forth. The other um, is going to be a big one. I Like the Bruins, they didn't make big, splashy trades, but they made a couple little moves that have really added to that group. And maybe the best thing that they've done is not really disrupted the core that's trying to set an NHL record. So they'd be in the conversation. Yeah, folks, uh, by the way, that are watching on YouTube, tell all your friends the RP Show's live. Uh, share our tweets and our streams, and let's get it going on this Football Friday because I'm down with um, talking about really anything here. We're going to move on to football here right now. But I will say this. Uh, I was talking to Rich Sutter on the phone this morning. Hour two is going to be way more hockey. And I just said, do you think Boston needed to do what they did? And he's like, no. I said, no, me either. You know? Um... So we'll talk about that. I said, what about Florida? Have they done anything? And he's like, they can't. We'll explain all of that. And shout out to the Panthers fans. Had some come up to me last night at FLA Live Arena. They love this show because we're the only ones talking hockey this time of day in America. That is a fact, Jack. Point two, place line, Atlanta. Jalen Carter's next step in his attempts to preserve his status as a top prospect in next month's NFL draft will be Georgia's Pro Day on March 15th, where he's expected to participate in workouts in front of coaches and general managers. I bring this up because we talked about it yesterday. Uh, the NFL Combine's on. Everybody's talking about this. Jalen Carter, a defensive tackle who played a big role in the Georgia Bulldogs' back-to-back -back national championships, has been widely projected as a top pick in this spring's NFL draft, maybe even number one overall. However... His draft outlook was potentially clouded by misdemeanor charges of racing and reckless driving in relation to the January 15th crash that killed teammate Devin Willock and a Georgia recruiting staffer, Chandler LaCroix. The crash happened just hours after the, Nash, the, Nash, the Natty. The Bulldogs won the national championship. Uh, so as was planned before this, him being charged this week formally, Carter has only observed workouts at the Combine, but he went to Indianapolis and he's been being interviewed by NFL general managers and scouts. So uh, let me just say this before we move on to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, again, you probably didn't spend more than two seconds, Darren, thinking about whether you draft him or not. But I wonder now, I wonder now if the cancel culture mob or fear of the cancel culture mob is what's got him not participating anymore in... Uh, the workouts, what do you think? Yeah, there's an absolutely good possibility of that. I think if he's there and he's going through the interview process, if I'm a general manager now in the National Football League, I'm more interested in the interview than I am in what you do in the combine on the field. I mean, we want to know what your measurables are, but there's pro days for that. There's more film now than ever. The games are all broadcast and available. So I don't need to bring all these recruits into one space anymore for the combine to know what I'm getting. Um, it's about, you know, can you perform under pressure? Maybe. But the interview, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. And so if, these, if he's willing to do the interview, then he's got nothing to hide. Or he shouldn't have anything to hide if he's willing to do it. If he does have something to hide, he should have stayed home altogether.
Um, so I like it. I like that he's there. The, the GMs will get a really good idea of what they're getting with this guy. And I think that's going to go a long way to getting him drafted as opposed to Kansas. Well, I'll tell you what, this is where news intersects with life. Like if you're charged with a crime, you're still allowed to go to work. Once I got into the recovery work and I started dealing with people that committed crimes while under the influence, DUIs, that kind of thing, you're still allowed to go to work. So pro football players, pro athletes are still employees, right? So this is where it gets really, really ugly. Uh, hey, Bill Edwards writes in. He and his brother uh, caught the both Leaf games in Alberta this week, texting into the 902 line. He says, we're headed east. Watching as we go. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. Drive safely, please. Uh, Stephen in North Dakota writes that he says, Greetings and hallucinations from sunny plus 30 Donnybrook, North Dakota. That's plus 30 Fahrenheit. He says, Is Aaron Rodgers holding Green Bay hostage akin to Darian Durant getting paid up front $80,000 in the CFL and retiring, sticking it to the team? Um, well... Nice foreshadowing by Stephen in North Dakota because we're moving on to the Aaron Rodgers situation here, which I'm mad at myself that we're even doing it. But it is a topic. Placeline, Green Bay, Wisconsin. A place that sounds nice and I have zero interest in going. Aaron Rodgers says he will make a decision on his future soon enough as the four-time NFL MVP quarterback ponders whether to play next season and if his future remains with the Green Bay Packers. The 39-year-old Rodgers discussed his future while speaking on an episode of the Aubrey Marcus podcast that was released this week. He spent much of the hour-and-a-half conversation describing his recent isolation retreat in which he said he spent four days alone in a dark room. The podcast was released one day after Packers general manager Brian Gutenkunst was asked about Rodgers and said that they, quote, haven't had the conversations that we need to have yet. The Packers GM indicated he hoped the decision would be made by the start of free agency March 15th, but he also said he believes 2020 first-round pick Jordan Love is ready to be an NFL starting quarterback. He's backed up Rodgers the past three seasons. Rodgers is due about 90, sorry, $59.5 million if he plays. But I know tens of millions if he's cut. Uh, Rogers, Rogers said, quote, for everyone involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. Darren, what do you think's taken him so long? Um, I think he's seen this play out before a little bit with Brett Favre, right? The retire and yes. retire, go around, play in different teams. He's watched what Tom Brady did going from New England to Tampa Bay. And winning, so that's kind of in your mind. Um, I think he's trying to make a careful decision because he's a little eccentric, he's a little out there, but he thinks differently. He has a big world view, but he's also really loved in Green Bay. And I don't mm. think he really just wants to throw that away without um, really carefully thinking about this. You only got one shot at it. You only got one life. So I think he's just being thorough and diligent. And, you know, I don't blame him for that. I get a real kick out of the fact that people are lobbing crap at him the, that he went on the four-day retreat to Oregon to be in a dark room. And it wasn't four entire days, but it was a good chunk of four days. And uh, it's basically those sensory deprivation chambers that used to be so popular. Remember that? People are laughing at Aaron yeah. Rodgers. What he's done here very clearly is taken his power back. And to be honest, I don't totally have a, pro I don't have a problem with what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Let's make that clear. 
What I have a problem with is people talking about it every damn day because it's a disservice to all the other sports that are playing. That's all. Yeah. And we've already, you know, I'm again mad at myself that we've spent this much time on it. But I think Tom Brady, look what he's doing. 18 months he's going to wait before he goes back to work and get in the broadcast booth with Fox. I bet you Tom Brady's called Aaron Rodgers and said, hey, so that room, what's it like? You got a number for me? Who do I call? Probably sounds pretty good right about now to take off for four days and be in a dark room if you're Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of guys, big time. you get to a certain age, would like to do that. Point four, Brad Gushu is set to begin his Briar defense at the Briar in London, Ontario today. His Newfoundland foursome will take on Jacques Gauthier. He's from B.C. Figure that one out. Jacques Gauthier is from B.C. He's playing Brad Gushu, uh, Brad Gushu in draw one. Gushu's team won a national title, Olympic bronze, and world championship silver last year. We got less than a minute. I'm going to fire a couple quick things at you. This is just going to keep everybody in after the break. Well, a few things. Uh, number five, Connor Bedard plays the Winnipeg Ice tonight. I'm sorry, Regina Pass fans. That's what it is. It's on TSN. All week long, NHL Network's been running an ad in the bottom right of their screen. Bedard on ice Friday versus Winnipeg. Had a buddy text me today. Don't want to say from where. He just said, hey, the game's nowhere near sold out. What's, what's the deal? I'm like, in the most Regina thing ever, we're not going. It's on TV. Why would we go? It's on TSN. <laughs> and now you know why junior teams don't want their games televised. Hey, we'll talk about that when we come back. Number two, NLL Week 14 opens tonight. Game of the Week, Buffalo at Halifax. It's on TSN. But on Saturday, it's the very first ever outdoor game in the history of the National Lacrosse League. It's in San Diego's Snapdragon Stadium. The what? San Diego Seals are hosting Las Vegas. I saw some photos of the stadium. I'm like, dang, I'd like to be there. And point six B is uh, Darrell Walker signing with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And we'll talk about that. One of the biggest names in the CFL, certainly from the receiving core, receiving position. They're, they're building something there in Sask, certainly with the receivers. So we'll get into all that when we come back. It is a football Friday. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because it's a heave-ho. hi Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. 
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Your favorite uh, sports talk show is on the air, daytime or otherwise. And let's bring Darren Moose Dupont and let's sprinkle in some comments from the viewers before we go any further, which is kind of what we'll do. Maybe I just feel I feel it. Let's start audience takeover early. Let's call it overreaction Friday. Let's do we got to all the topics already. Moose, I'd like seven or eight of them. Um, Dan watching in Saskatoon says Jacques Gauthier's mom is Kathy Gauthier from TSN's curling coverage. I'd hate to be a broadcaster covering my kid. That's just an unwinnable thing. That's an unwinnable thing. Or coaching your kid, whatever, I think is just a no-win. And to be honest, the father-son tandem that I think's pulled it off the best is Derek Keenan of the Saskatchewan Rush coach and general manager and his son, Ryan Keenan. Taking him number one overall, and the kids had a great flourishing career. I believe he has in the NLL. It doesn't usually go that well. Um, Jennifer... From the fourth season says regarding Aaron Rodgers and what I said. I said I get it and I don't blame him for what he's doing. Jennifer, who is a Packers fan, says, come on now. Rodgers is a weird cat. Is he? Define weird. Um, I know quite a few, well, two guys that I know really well that played with him. John Ryan and Tory Gurley. They both love him. Tori specifically has told me some things about Aaron Rodgers where the teammate, like, he's never done anything bad at all. So he's got the team by the short and curly ones right now. Who wouldn't want to do that if you could? And Tori's locker was right beside Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron did some things where Tori would literally, like, you know Tori, you've met him. He pulled Aaron Rodgers aside. He's like, dude, are are you okay? And Aaron's like, I'm great. Let's be honest. The conversation that have been had about me and my life in the last year, year and a half. I've had people pull me and say, dude, are you okay? What's it look like? Well, it looks like you're living your best life. I am. So stop asking if I've lost my mind. Here's Aaron Rodgers. What do you, what do you, what do you want him to do? Again, what do you think is holding up his decision? You kind of gave me your answer, but give, give, me, give it. I just think you said it. He doesn't know whether he wants to come back to Green Bay or not. It's as simple as it is. I don't know what's going to push him into making the decision, but he's got all the cards. He's got them all, and he knows it, and I think he's just enjoying it. We see this all the time. The thing that makes people think he's crazy, he's having a midlife crisis, he's weird, is people doing things that everybody else isn't doing, right? I mean, not every, you know, 60-year-old buys a motorcycle, a Harley-Davidson. So we think that's a little (laughs) weird and we ask if they're okay, right? Most NFL players, big, macho, tough NFL players, aren't going to go into a dark room and go on a darkness retreat and, you know, home and all the rest. Aaron Rodgers is doing it differently. Doesn't mean it's wrong or... You know, weird is not the right word, but it's he's doing it differently. And this is a big life-changing decision for him. He's an icon, a legend, a Hall of Famer, all for one organization. 
Once you start bouncing around, you got to think about your legacy could be tarnished. You got to think about what's next for that. You have to think about where you're going to end up. Do you still have the best chance to win? Is your lifestyle going to be the same? And, and being a Hall of Famer and a legend, he's never played in a big market. So I also understand the appeal of an L.A. or a Miami or, you know, even going to Denver because he's a mountain guy and, you know, likes that kind of thing and whatever else. Um, he's not going to go to Denver now. But anyways, I can see why he would do this. So take all the time you need. And the, the Packers are fine with Jordan Love. It's not like they need to go into the quarterback pool here. My mind, the reason I was smiling is as you went on that 60-second monologue, well done, by the way, my mind went zing, 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 zing. You know, and when I, <laughs> when I see John Ryan next, I'll be calling him Bunchy from Ray Donovan. Hey, Bunchy, <laughs> I, think, I think he'll get it. <laughs> he looks exactly like Bunchy on yeah. Ray Donovan. John Ryan does. But... Um, Trust me, I know, with a few trips around the sun, a few more than you, anybody that, if anybody sees something that's different, they, yeah, it freaks them out, it scares them, you know? Right. This, you're not doing what everybody else does. That's right. You should try yeah. <laughs> And not many will. Jeff the Stamps fan says, I'd call Rodgers eccentric. Yeah, but that's because he's won four MVPs in a Super Bowl. This is Darren's line. If he was your buddy, you'd think he's lost his mind and have him committed and fitted for a straitjacket. But because he's Aaron yeah. Rodgers, you think he's eccentric, correct? That's right. You think he's eccentric. That's your line. And the end of the, the story always <laughs> ends, too, that once you have the conversation with him and say, what's going on here? Are you okay? He says, man, I am fine. I am at peace. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. You, always, you always sit back and say, Okay, I get it. Good for you. I wish I had the courage to do that. I wish I had the foresight to do that, you know? But from the outside, without hearing the story or talking to the person, we just instantly go to, this guy's crazy. Oh, he's having a mental breakdown. Oh, he's losing it. And it's, in fact, it's the complete opposite. He's finding himself. He's actually taking time to think about the situation as opposed to just reacting to money or media. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, I think the word Moose is searching for is unique in lieu of weird. Is that a fact? Is that a fact? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. It is the Rod Peterson show, so I'll just say this. This is how I would equate what Aaron Rodgers is doing to similar to my life. Everybody wondered, what, what the hell? You just went down to Florida. What? <laughs> and this last fall, I'd been gone about a year. You know, I got trapped in that blizzard, that snowstorm, remember, when I was in Saskatchewan, and yeah. I stayed at my brother's for a couple of days, and he called all our family over, and my uncle, my Uncle Gary, who's a farmer if there ever was one, to quote my mom, he goes, we don't, you don't get snowstorms like this in Florida. And I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> He's like, well, just wanted to see the whites through your eyes. You're good? I'm like... I'm great, really good, but thanks for asking. So I, I get it. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, Rod and Darren, the best one-two punch in sports today. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. From John in Edmonton, 
Aaron Rodgers is hating that the media and fans are calling him a drama queen. No, I don't really think he cares. <laughs> you know, he actually said, if you, if you have a problem with what I'm doing, tune me up. He said that this week. I'm not saying that, by the way. Don't tune me up. That would be bad. Um, John says, by the way, since it's football Friday, how do you think the Edmonton Elks can get out of the $18 million red ink? <clears throat> Three letters, W-I-N. Maybe try winning. Maybe try winning. Bob's your uncle. Why, why do they think this is so bloody hard, Darren? Why do people not I understand? I don't know. Like, it's not that difficult. Win some football games. More people are going to show up. And when more people show up, they spend more money. They haven't won a football game since the Trump administration. Oh. And you want to know why there are millions in the red. Jeez. Cole in BC says, if you watch him on McAfee, you know he really doesn't care about what people think of him. Dude, if we could all get to that point, and I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm a lot further down the road, but I'm not totally there yet, but it's great where it is now. Hey, by the way, you had some thoughts on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, when I heard Darrell Walker sign in Sask, I literally laughed. JT says, if Trevor Harris and Darrell Walker get on the same page on the field of play, that would be dynamic playmaking. So let's talk about that. You said in our morning meeting that you wanted to discuss Saskatchewan signing Darrell Walker. So what it is? Yeah, I think it's, it's really intriguing. And maybe you, you might know this off the top of your head, or Clark's got to go to the big board to find out, you know, which were the seasons that Darrell Walker and Trevor Harris played together in Edmonton when Trevor Harris was the quarterback. Because I think the 2016 season was Mike Riley, and that was the 15... 2021, Clark says. Because 2019, he had a big year, too. 1,000 yards in 2019, 1,500 yards in 2016. But there was some chemistry there with, with uh, Andrew Harris and Darrell Walker. And for whatever reason, you know, Darrell Walker's coming off... Well, I say a down year. He still had 875 yards or something like that this past year. Um, this is intriguing for Saskatchewan. Now Trevor Harris has got guys he's played with, he's comfortable with. They're starting to round things out a little bit. We're still not sure about this, the offensive line and the defensive line. But this team that we were kind of puzzled by and thought, you know, where are they going? What are they doing? At least on the field, there's some intrigue here that, okay, they might have something. Off the field, we don't know. But on the field, this group is going to have my attention. And I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to look like when the season starts. Um, I looked it up. I went to the big board, not on what your question was with Trevor Harris. Maybe if you're going to drop us something like that, Moose, give us a little warning, huh? <laughs> Here is the last seasons for Darrell Walker in yardage. 874 yards last year on a bad Edmonton team. Year before that, 531 with another bad Edmonton team. In Tirana, 2019, 1,040. In uh, Edmonton, 2018, 875. 
The year before that, 634. And then in 2016, he had 1,589 yards. Um, so I get that's what Jeff the Stamps fan saying. He's been paid based on stats from seven years ago. That's what Jeff the Stamps fan saying. But, you know, hey, the Riders are used to, uh, I would think by now, the criticism. Every football team, every football person's used to the criticism, and they say, we'll do our talking on the field. Um, yeah. Does it feel like it's getting close to you, or do you feel like it's a real long ways away? Um, I still feel like it's a ways away, the season. I mean, we're, we're looking at March, and I mean, I'm not even thinking about training camp right now. Um, we got to have NHL playoffs. There's, there's all kinds of other things to me that seem to jump in front of this. So, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not thinking about it yet. But things like this, moves like this, you know, kind of get me excited again for sure. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says regarding what I say the Edmonton Elks need to do is win. Jeff, the Stamps fan, said is winning enough? In most cities, Jeff, yes. In Calgary, clearly not. <laughs> I don't know, and I say that with all due respect to the Calgary Stampeders because I love those guys, but you can't win more than them. And their stadium's almost empty. So I would think in Edmonton it would help. Uh, John uh, Kirby in Edmonton says, do you think the stadium in Edmonton is in a wrong location? What are we going to do about that, John? It's been there since 1977. Oh my God, we put it in the wrong place. Oh no. We only, we only led the CFL in attendance for 30 years, but now it's in the wrong place. Yeah, let's blame the stadium. These people are that's, driving me nuts today, Moose. But that's the answer. You just what? said it. Like, look at John. We're going to have a talk. Are you going to say something to somebody? Like, the mayor's office or council? No. Are you going to move the stadium? No. Then stop worrying about it because all it's doing is making you upset for nothing. Unless you're going to do something about it. <laughs> it's but, like uh, Arizona. Arizona. Look at the coyotes. I'm, I'm sick of sports executives pointing fingers. It's never going to end. I'm Woosah. <laughs> Aaron, you got room in that room with you? Arizona's a terrible hockey community. Yeah, nobody's been worse than you since 2010, Coyotes. Nobody. But yeah, let's blame the fans. Oh, but what? Rod, the stadium should be in Glendale. And then it's in Glendale. Well, no, it should be in Scottsdale. No, it should be in Tempe. You can't, you know? can't even fill a 5,000-seat rink. Okay, Moose, you have a great weekend. Thank you. You guys, too. Sean Lemon's in next. The Lemonator. It's a football Friday on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, great to be here with you on this football Friday. In this business, it's great to be anywhere. And hello, shout out BC Lions fans watching on TELUS Channel 924. 
in the beautiful province of British Columbia, Alberta 2, same channel, 924. We're going to talk uh, some CFL now with one of our good friends, Sean Lemon, the Lemonator, CFL All-Star, joining us. The newest BC line looks like, well, how about this? Two guys in Florida talking CFL football. How you doing, Lemonator? I'm doing fine. Who's in Florida? I, I, I am. Where are you? Oh, okay, you're in Florida. Uh, no, I'm in, uh, I'm in California. I'm in Palm Springs. Oh, beautiful. Hey, spending that big signing bonus <laughs> as a member of the BC Lions or what? What takes you down there? No, no, I'm down here actually with the uh, CFLPA at our uh, AGM meetings. Um, we decided to, to have it down here this year. And, um, yeah, so we're just meeting and trying to make our league better for the players. Sean, uh, as you know, I say this with the utmost respect. I was going to read off your football resume, but the show's only two hours long. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> want to stay in Calgary another year, eh? <laughs> you wanted to move no, again? No, no, uh, no. Tell me what, tell me what no, went into the, to the BC uh, Lions. I just uh, It was a better opportunity for me uh, in BC. I felt like... Um, some talks i would have loved to stay in calgary but they wanted to go in a different direction as well and uh this was the best fit for me going forward um you know i like i love what bc's doing i love what rp's doing over there uh, i got a coach in coach bowman who's uh he's whatever he was an active player he's a hall of fame player when i was still playing so i know everything about him and his skill set as well so he's playing for coach rick i played for him in 2013 and 2015 so i'm just excited for the opportunity there uh, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. You would know Jack. He read Jack Fulton. He says, shout out to Sean Lemon. I love this guy. I call him the Lemonator. If I'd have known, if I'd have known, I could have met up with you. I was in Palm Desert. Um, I guess let's just get into it a little more. You guys had a great season with Calgary. You had one of the best seasons of your life. And then you moved to the BC Lions. Um, is there something, some excitement there in terms of chip on your shoulder stuff because people think the Lions are going to be junk without Nathan Rourke. I might be one of them. What's the outlook of that football team right now without Air Canada? Oh, the roster is a really good roster. You know, it's really good roster. They went to the West Final last year. Um, I, I love the receiving core. Like I said, I love the defense. I feel like uh, with the addition of myself on that defense, I feel like um, it, it's going to be, you know, a more explosive, uh, better pass rush. I have really, in my opinion, I have the best secondary in the league. So when you throw a pass rusher like myself on a, with an already good uh, D-line, I feel like it's only going to be better. So I really like the roster in BC. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in. He says, great year in Calgary last year, Mr. Lemon. So uh, did, you get, did you get any messages from Stamps fans that were sorry to see you go? I'm sorry to not be able to move on from this, Sean, but you had a hell of a year. But, <laughs> you know, fans yeah, tend no, to get I, used I, to that. I, I appreciate it. I, I enjoy my time in Calgary. Um, you know, Coach uh, Coach Huff. Yeah, I call him Coach Huff. Uh, coach Huff. He's uh, he was my coach in 2013, 2014. He's been nothing but amazing. Um, coach Dave has been nothing but amazing. Coach Munson's been incredible. Uh, just I have nothing you know bad to say about Calgary. That's business. Um, the thing is in life is we all have free will. Like I'm not just because they don't owe me anything. They didn't owe me a contract to be back in Calgary. So, you know, it is what it is. I uh, enjoyed my time there. Right. You certainly look at it the right way. Um, 
you know, back to those BC lines, just go, peel that back a little bit. You said you like the roster. Ryan Phillips is the defensive coordinator there, is he not? Yes, he is, yeah. What do you like about what he's done? I feel like it wasn't that long ago he was playing. What is it about his defense that you like? Uh, just the energy, just the energy that he brings. And you can tell that the players are really excited to play for him, just watching it from a TV perspective. He's really, really smart. Uh, he understands uh, coverages. And, uh, you know, I feel like they had the best secondary in the league, honestly. So, you know, with myself and the skill set that I bring after getting to the quarterback, uh, why wouldn't you want to play with the best secondary in the league? So I'm really, really excited for about, sure. you know, the opportunity there. Well, as you probably know, we air across all of Canada, all 10 provinces on Game Plus TV, 31 U.S. states. And for those that are new, maybe to Sean Lemon, maybe you've played in every single league imaginable. What I'm getting at is the XFL, there's guys going there. Brett Boyko just signed there yesterday, former CFL offensive lineman. You've gone against him. Did you take a look at those leagues, Sean, or are you sort of a case of I've been there, done that? Oh, not at all. No, I'm, uh, you know, I like to say I'm working on my uh, a Hall of Fame career in the CFL, uh, you know, so I'm just trying to, you know, I love playing in this league. Uh, this is the league for me. Uh, it wasn't, you know, a few the other leagues reached out for me to come there, but that wasn't, that's not even a thought in my mind. I love Canada. I love playing in Canada. Um, it's the only league that I take seriously. Wow, good for you. Well, that'll be very popular yeah. with CFL fans there. You might want to consider politics when you're done, Sean. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I was going to ask you what you think of the quality of XFL play, but you kind of just answered no, it's it. good. Have you it's been good. watching I've the last? For opportunity yeah. for, it's good for opportunity for a lot of young guys coming out of college who are mm -hmm. uncertain about what they want in their career. But um, if you're looking for more of a farm league type of developmental USFL, XFL, but if you're looking to make a career uh, in a league that's not going to go anywhere, it's only going to get better year to year, uh, it's Canada. So it's all about what you want perspective-wise. Um, I would say if I was 23 years old coming out of college, um, the thing that's pounded in your mind is I want to make it to the NFL. I want to make it to the NFL. You don't know what that opportunity brings in Canada. And I was a kid that came up to Canada at 23, and I fell in love with the Canadian Football League. So uh, it's just perspective and what you want out of life as a player and as a person. And, you know, this is, you know, what I love. I love playing football in Canada. So, like I said, there's no, there's no reason for me to entertain any other thing. And a wonderful country, too. Uh, well, regarding that Hall of Fame thing, I would suggest you've already got that. Uh, I used to know the mechanism of how, you know, it worked to get inducted, but that's all changed. I don't think it matters. You're a Hall of Famer no matter how you slice it. Listen, enjoy the rest of your time. I appreciate you uh, fitting us in today, Sean. We'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, I love being on the show. I'm super, super proud of you, Rod. You've been, you know, every year you've been progressing the show and guys have been doing amazing things. And like I said, I'm really proud of you. Just keep going, buddy. Anytime you want me on the show, I'm always available for you. Same to you, Sean. Same to you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks Future a lot. Future Hall of Famer, and I mean, I mean that. The Lemonator, Sean Lemon, checking in from CFL Players Association meetings in Palm Desert. Why aren't we there, guys? We'll be right back with, uh, yeah, 
a sports update and um, audience comments. Get them in now, football-wise, because next hour, the television voice of the Colorado Avalanche, Mark Moser, is going to be with us and Rich Sutter to talk about NHL trade deadline day today. We'll be right back live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Do slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your Game sense. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we don't have a lot of time in this segment. I want to read some of the viewer comments. And again, more hockey, uh, pretty much all hockey next hour. Regarding our interview with Sean Lemon, from our friend Kevin the Medium watching in Airdrie, Alberta. Love this guy. That's from Kevin. From Ted and Red Deer. Man, CFL, do you hear this man? Get him in front of the mic more. Uh, a couple things about Sean Lemon in that. Number one. Marketable guy, yes, he should be out doing interviews for whatever reason. He's not more visible or, or the other players that are outspoken like that, whatever. The TSN spot that will be uh, being kept warm is for Bull Levi Mitchell, not Sean Lemon. Now, if we had two TV networks broadcasting CFL games or curses, <gasps> three, there'd be jobs for all kinds of analysts and all kinds of announcers. There'd be all kinds of variety. But no. Woosa. Walk it back, Rod. No, TSN saved the CFL. There would be no there would be no CFL without TSN. Okay. Things are great. Now the other thing with Sean Lemon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like I've been on teams with Sean twice. And I like him a lot. I think he is like me. I think he. You see the namaste that was going on between the two of us. The light in me recognizes the light in him. We're very similar people. We wear people out. We're intense. So that's probably why he moves on seemingly every season from teams. I don't know him that well. But I know him and Chris Jones clashed in Sask, and he had to go. And then was it later that year or the next year? We're playing with Sask in Toronto, and those two clashed again on the sidelines. Because for whatever reason, at BMO Field in Toronto, they think it's a good idea to have both teams on the same sidelines. I know, Americans, it's a Canadian thing. But anyways, 
Lemon's coming off the field. He's yelling at Chris Jones. Jones yells back, gives him that. Mm. And I'm like, ah, I'm in the booth calling it. That, there's very few things that I miss about calling play-by-play. That's one. But here's the thing. It happens so rarely anymore. Whatever. We're going to wait three years for it to happen again. One of the last Pats games, like two weeks ago, I was at Pats and Medicine Hat Tigers. This is hilarious because everybody knows I leave the games early. Halfway through the first period, I got NHL text, uh, scouts texting me. Are you still here? Yeah, boys, it's halfway through the first period. I don't leave that early. But I left with nine minutes to go in the third. End of the game, people are texting me. Oh, you missed the big fireworks at the end of the game. I'm like, was there a brawl? No, the coaches were yelling at each other. Ooh. So what? What came of it? Nothing? That's what I thought. So far, 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 far rather be broadcasting a daily talk show from South Florida and going to the games that I want and it just ain't like it used to be. Stop with the NHL talk. How many times I got to tell you it's next hour, okay? God, some people are really, like I said, they're annoying me today, Moose. Sports update, the Edmonton Oilers look to build some momentum when they host the reeling Winnipeg Jets tonight in NHL play. Edmonton coming off a dominant 5-2 win over the Leafs Wednesday. Winnipeg is on a four-game slide. The Montreal Canadiens play the second of a back-to-back when they visit the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, 30 seconds. <laughs> I guess we're cutting the sports update short. It's 480 for Brady in theaters now for... Landmark Cinemas, it's inspired by the true story of four besties living life to the fullest when they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see Tom Brady. Check it out, 80 for Brady this weekend. And we'll see you after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEU. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 